This is the Less Doing Podcast with your host, Ari Mysel. Learn how to optimize, automate, and outsource and be more effective at everything. Bench is a modern online bookkeeping service for small businesses, startups, freelancers, uh, really someone you can turn to to get both the expertise and the apps you need to get your books done. Um, but what's unique about us is that not only with Bench do you get to work with a real person, um, but we also provide you all the apps that you would need to, to complete this process. Right. So now, as you said, you know, you're, you're unique because you do have those two sides of it. There are obviously lots of, uh, you know, bookkeeping, quote-unquote 
bookkeeping solutions out there. Can you tell us, and because it's always something that's confusing for me, what is really the difference between bookkeeping and accounting? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, uh, bookkeeping is really a subset of accounting where accounting can really encompass many, many different things. It can be uh, for managerial purposes where you're trying to track, you know, the, the performance of your different departments, of your different projects, just for information purposes. And it can also be for tax purposes where you need to be able to determine how much uh, money your, your business is making, provide all the, the proof of, 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 all, of the purchases and, and the revenues that you've, that you've had. Um, so effectively, you can report that information to the government. So uh, bookkeeping is a subset of that in that what it specifically does is takes the, takes the information, um, the raw financial data of your business, and converts it into very usable uh, documents, and effectively called the financial statements. So you have a balance sheet and a profit and loss statement. And that process is really, uh, it, it, if you break it out, it's literally taking every transaction that's gone through your business bank and credit card accounts and taking every single document that is explaining those transactions, so these are your receipts and your invoices, and effectively amalgamating those together and categorizing them in a way where you can then get a high-level overview of everything that's happened in your business, and then that way you can then take that to your tax accountant, so you can take that to you know, to a bank for a loan, but effectively that's what the bookkeeping function does. Okay, so now one of the places that Mint.com and things like that have constantly and always failed me is I, I do something that my, my accountant kind of hates, which is that I use my Amex card for personal stuff as well as about six different businesses, and then at the end of the right. month they kind of separate it out for me, which I, which is which is no fun, and it's something that I want to be spending any time on. So I'm assuming that that's really one of the great things that you're going to be getting here when you have a person looking at this stuff, right? Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, so what, what you described is also a, a pretty common um, uh, kind of scenario for small business owners, especially kind of, you know, one- or two-person shops, like probably like yourself, um, where they'll oftentimes mix kind of business and personal on their on their credit cards and in and, and their personal accounts. Now that that becomes an issue. So this is a very specific situation because that that becomes an issue where the actually usually the only person who can determine whether that was a a, a business expense or a personal expense is is you, um, the entrepreneur. Exactly. Um, which ends up adding a lot of work work to you. So um, I mean, so for example, if you were to come to to bench, the one of the first things we would do, and and we would explain it not only in in terms that uh, you know that are helpful for you, in the sense that um, if if you were to split those accounts, if you were to have a specific business account and a specific personal account, not not only would it save you time, but uh, but it also helps your accountant effectively do their work, so that ultimately you can get to kind of the cleanest set of of. Uh, books or financial statements for when it comes time to file taxes. So what we would do in that situation is we'd actually help kind of coach you, explain why that's a good decision to do. Um, and if you needed help kind of selecting, you know, a really, really good bank for, for business purposes, we'd be able to help you out with that. But that's also kind of on the, you know, the, the like light bit of Hey, Ari. Jordan? Yes. Hi. Right. Can you hear me? Hey. Yep. Jordan? Okay, yeah. It's okay. We'll, we'll, we'll edit yep. that part out. Uh, um, so, okay, sure. Yeah, okay. So, uh, 
which is which is great. Um, now, are, when you say your bookkeeper, are you getting a dedicated bookkeeper, or do you have like kind of a team that you know they all work with all the clients? Yeah, so um, everyone who works with Bench gets a dedicated uh, bookkeeper. They 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 get to know this person. They have access to them by phone or by email, um, and this person in turn gets to know them as well as their business. So that's one thing that we've always. Um, really try to preserve is the relationship that you have with any service provider, even though Bench is online and, you know, I, I, I would say a tech, technologically advanced um, bookkeeping service, what, what we never wanted to do was compromise the, the relationship and the experience that you can have with a, with a trusted advisor, a trusted person to be doing this work for you. Right, and so I mean, it's you know, we, I, I've talked many times about sort of the difference between a dedicated virtual system and on-demand virtual system. So I, I think in this kind of situation, you really are going to get the benefit from somebody learning. I guess you know, your spending habits or, or knowing that if you're buying something at a particular location, that's this kind of expense. So that's that's enormously helpful, uh, especially for a lot of freelancers and people who want to quantify this information about their businesses without adding, not you know, adding the work in the knowledge area that they don't have. Yeah, absolutely. And it not only is it a, an essential service to be able to track your performance as, as a business or as an entrepreneur, um, but really where it also ultimately um, saves a lot of, I, I think, you know, kind of potential pain and, and headaches is in that it, what the output that Bench provides is ultimately professional quality books, it's professional quality um, accounting statements that then allows um, you as an entrepreneur to work with your tax accountant to, to file taxes or to go to a bank, um, where if you don't have that, then it, like the situation you described earlier where your tax accountant kind of chides you a little bit, ultimately if, if that information isn't done correctly, if it isn't done accurately, then someone's going to have to redo it. it. It's one of those things where it, it can't be done wrong because ultimately you're reporting this this, these documents as 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 the source for how much money you made to the government, which in turn tells the government how much money they can tax you. So it, it preserves the integrity of that. Now, how much is the service? So the service right now is tiered. It, it starts at $100 a month. It can go up to $250 a month. And the way that we actually tier it is based on the number or, or the amount of expenses that you have on a monthly basis. So right now, uh, for example, if you have uh, up to $30,000 in expenses every month, um, about $360,000 a year, then your package would be $150. If you had you know, up to $150,000 in expenses a month, so now we're talking about what, $1.8 million uh, a year, then your package is $250 a month. So what we really try to do is make sure that, uh, and, and this is kind of was, was our proxy for this, was Generally, the amount of bookkeeping work that is required by your bookkeeper is determined by the number of transactions running in and out of your business. Um, and so we looked at really kind of expenditures to, to be the proxy to determine how much work it would take for us. But also, obviously, if, if you're able to uh, spend that money, then we also know that these packages should be affordable at the different tiers as well. Well, I mean, that sounds – honestly, that sounds beyond affordable to me. I, that As far as a percentage of business expenses, what you're talking about is – is so affordable in my mind that it's almost worth getting it in addition to the bookkeeper you have just to check numbers. <laughs> uh, are, well, are, are all your now where are your bookkeepers? Are they overseas or in America? It's a great question, right? Um, and and I think 
um, like I think what's interesting about that was when we were first, you know, had this idea on a whiteboard two and a half years ago, um, we were we were we were going through this process of trying to decide, okay, is this going to be an entirely North American based service? Are we going to have kind of a hybrid service with with service providers overseas as well as in North America? And one of the first pieces of feedback that we got from from just about everyone was that they ultimately for this specific uh, service, when it comes to dealing with their financials, they did not want their information going overseas. And so from day one, we realized that that was a constraint that, that we had to work with. Um, and our goal was always to do something disruptive, to do something that was, you know, like our, our cost oftentimes is usually about half of what um, people are used to spending on, on, on equivalent services. Um, so we always wanted to kind of reach that level in terms of, of kind of, uh, I guess, delight to the clients and, and, and cost efficiency. But um, without being able to brute force it with cheap labor, we had to think through other direction that we took, which is we, we can effectively get there through technology. And so um, what, we've, what we built was a set of tools on the back end that actually aids the, your bookkeeper in accomplishing their tasks by removing some of the things that, were, that traditionally are done quite manually and automating that with um, just, you know, the available technologies that are out there today. Um, and that, that really is what kind of gives us an edge and makes it really unique. Um, and, but the idea is that it, it's never at any point meant to compromise the experience of the client. Um, and that's why we will never exclusively rely on technology. That's why we always include a person in there because at some point the computer, um, you know, can only take it so far at which point then it's either the client or, or a, a service provider who's going to take care of the rest. We take care of the rest to make sure it's 100% accurate, 100% right. But in effect, what that allows us to do is be much more efficient, and um, because of that, we're also able to pass those savings along to to you as a client. You know, and that's very in line with how I, I kind of approach things with with the optimize, automate, outsource mentality of us doing, where we're really trying to automate as much as possible, if not all of it, and then whatever is that little bit that's left over, and having some real, you know, where you really do need human interaction. It's, it, you know, a lot of times I find that deficiency is really finding that balance between humans and technology. So I think that you're doing it in a really beautiful way. Now, it's, it's, thank you. And I, I mean, yeah, and, and just, just, I think that actually sums up. Um, our philosophies as, as well, um, and, and so I'm glad you point that out because we're starting to see this a little bit more and more in the technology space where people are realizing, you know, an app isn't enough, and and when it comes to specific tasks that that we as as entrepreneurs are trying to solve for our markets, um, you know, in the past, yes, we could get away with just building the technology and selling that, or building software and selling that. But, you know, really, in, when it comes to specific things like bookkeeping, um, you know, it, it isn't complete with software. It's complete when someone else who can do this for you does it as well. And so we're starting to see this happen a little bit more and more um, in, in, in the kind of startup space. And, and I think this is probably why uh, it's such a good kind of compliment to, to the, the type of companies that you like to connect with. Because, yes, like between the, the Ubers and Lyfts and the One Ones of the world, a lot of people are thinking past beyond just the app. Um, we, we get that software is great, but really let's now get back to thinking about the problem that we're ultimately trying to solve, and let's do whatever it takes to get there. Right, and that's which is great. So now, the question I like to ask everybody at the end of this podcast, at the end of these interviews, is what are your top three personal productivity tips that you kind of live by that you can share with us that just make you more effective? 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so for me, uh, number one, uh, it, it, it comes down to constraints. You know, it, we, there's so many different ways to do so many different things. And at one point or another, we'll be pulled in too many directions for us to be able to be effective at anything. And so we always internally try to uh, apply, um, you know, whether they're arbitrary or whether they're hard, whatever the case is, some constraints say, okay, with these available tools, we have to get this done. Or within this time frame, we have to do whatever we can to, to accomplish this feature. And I have to say that that is probably the number one thing that has helped us be able to focus and, and, and actually execute and, and go deep in the respective areas we're trying to go deep. Um, the second thing, and it's almost a subset of this one, is I always recommend having something that you're passionate about other than just your work. Um, obviously, be passionate about your work. Right? Go to sleep thinking about it. Wake up thinking about it. But also have other things to get you out of there, um, you know, so that when you're at work, you're not dragging out your time, you're staying focused, you're executing because you got something else that you're excited to do as well. And, um, you know, so a good example is a lot of our team members, they have everything from, we have kind of uh, musicians and, and um, you know, mountain bikers or, or really just any range of interests that are all really passionate outside of work. And we find that creates a really effective environment. When, when people are in the office, it's game on. And then, you know, when it's a reasonable time to leave or when the job's done, they're out there and they're having fun in other areas of their life. Um, and, yeah, I think the third one that, that I always recommend is uh, try to always uh, effectively identify areas where, you know, you are good at something, but there's going to be people who are going to be more talented than you at that. I mean, so, for example, back at when we started out with Bench, I, I was actually doing the design myself. I could do it, but I always knew that there were going to be people that there were going to be people that were going to be better than me at that. And so that's that's something, especially as you grow as a company, that um, whether you're working with contractors, and I think this goes to your model of, of kind of outsourcing, but you know, just just identify ways in which you can hand something off. Where if you don't do it, it suddenly gets done better than it was done before. And then what that allows you to do is ultimately concentrate on what are the things that only you same time, you know, generally everything else around you gets better as a result. So I would say those are my top three things. Those are those are an awesome group. Uh, wrapping up now, uh, Jordan, tell people, first of all, what the URL is. Yeah, so you can find us at uh, bench.co, so www.bench.co, uh, co.com, just to clarify there. And then uh, I, you very generously offered a discount code for my listeners. Yeah. So um, the way, yeah. So first off, for for everyone on the less doing podcast, we'd like to offer one hundred and fifty dollars in uh, bookkeeping credit. Um, all you'd have to do to do that, there's there's no codes necessary. Just sign up. When you sign up, you actually get to get connect get connected with your with your bookkeeper. Just mention that you heard uh, about us on on this podcast. Um, and we'll let the whole bookkeeping team know that if anyone mentions that, to apply $150 credit and, uh, and yeah, sign up and hopefully, uh, we can take this work off your plate so you can get back to doing what you love. Perfect. Jordan, thank you for that generous offer. Thank you for your time and, uh, good luck with everything. Yeah, you too, Ari. Thanks so much and, uh, looking forward to, uh, connecting in the future.